This week's episode of The Complete Guide to Everything is brought to you by Audible. You get a free 30-day trial and an audiobook download of your choice by going to tcgte.com slash audible. Hey, Tom. Yes. How many books, how many audiobooks uh-huh. does Audible have? Uh, dozens, if not more. No, more. Okay. Let's play, a, let's play an Audible-themed guessing game. All right. How many books, audiobooks, mm-hmm. do you think Audible has? I already gave you my guess. And that was? Dozens, if not more. Correct. Yes, more than that. Over 150,000 to wow. be, uh, to be Lug- quite honest. Luckily, we were playing by Price is Right rules. Yeah, and you didn't have any. I didn't give an exact number either. You should have just said one. Yeah. You should have said one book. Yeah. And uh, one audio book. Well, I knew they had more than that. Yeah, but then you're risking it. Then you're being flashy, Tom. <laughs> uh-huh. Well, what if the guy next to me is going to bet one? Anyway, you can get one of those for free okay. out of 150000 plus. By now, Tom, we've been saying 150000 forever. They may have more. Maybe 151000 Maybe even more than that. Maybe even more than that. There's no way to know. But you can go get one for free and to get a free 30-day trial. TCGTE.com slash audible. Do it today. Hello and welcome to The Complete Guide to Everything, a podcast about everything. I am one of your hosts, Tom. I'm Tim. How are you doing this week, Tim? Tom, I'm I'm excited. Tom, I was about to say... I'm excited. Yeah, why are you excited? I'm ex- what are you so excited about? Tom, I'm excited because I'm going to go to a comic book convention. Yeah. Not to steal your thunder, but uh, why are you excited? Because uh, I'm going to a comic book convention. Which one? New York City Comic Con. That's the one I'm going Whoa, to. Oh, what a coincidence. Maybe I'll run into you there. With our press passes. Yeah, we're going as members of the press because that's what we are. Guys, if anybody asks, listeners, <laughs> and uh, they're like, hey, is the complete guide to everything like a news show that you listen to for news? Be mm-hmm. like, yeah. Yeah, all of kinds course. of news. I listed you guys as a reference on our press cred- credentials mm-hmm. application. So um, as as you know, Tom, I'm not sure if listeners know I, I just put on the form, ask anyone, bozo. Yeah. I was, uh, and that's why yours was declined. You're my plus <laughs> one. Um, a lot of people don't know. When you download this podcast, we uh, immediately are sent your name, address, email address, and social security number if you're in the U.S. And if you're not in the U.S., what do we get? Uh, what what the whatever thing the Queen signs when you're born? A <laughs> birth certificate. Yeah, but like uh, she she makes up a number for you. Yeah, exactly. The Queen's number. <laughs> Queen's number. Um, and it's not based on when you were born chrono- chronologically. Right. It's just whatever. It's you know, like, she's thinking of a number between one and infinity. infinity. Yeah. And it's like uh, it's like on the minor league baseball teams or whatever. Mm-hmm. Lower number is better. Is that how minor league baseball yeah, teams Yeah, you're work? more promising a prospect the lower your number is. Huh. And the queen just uh, when you're born in so England. So if you've got 99 on your back, you know you stink. Well, then there's You're always a, there's the always a guy with 150 on his back. 150. They've 
triple digit numbers? Yeah, they have they have four digits sometimes for no, the they real don't. stinkers. No, they don't. The real clunkers. Uh, now I'm now I'm getting the the wool pull, pulled over my eyes. Yeah. So anyway, if anybody asks, we're uh, we're journalists. Yeah. We're going to be doing some investigative reporting. Tom, you are so you're trying to act like uh-huh. you're not excited about this. No, I'm. I'm. No, in honest. everyday life, you're you're like, oh yeah, it's a, you're like kind of like trying to be like ironically excited about it. Like, mm-hmm. oh yeah, this is the most exciting thing that's happened I, all year. It's sincere. It's not ironic. Yeah, I, Tim, I don't have much going for me. I'm very yeah. excited about this. All right, you got panels. a lot of riding on this. Huh? I got panels. I got uh, trinkets. Yeah, yeah, I get a bunch of trinkets. Ooh, what kind of trinkets? I see you have an Alfred E. Newman as the Green Lantern. Not the goddamn Green Lantern. I'm sorry, the Green Hornet. Oh, my God. You're not. You're, you have to walk 10 paces behind me at Comic-Con. Okay. As as Green Arrow. Yeah, you have a little statue. It's an action y- figure. He's got articulation. But he's got like a base. It's if it's a base, you can't move his legs. The base comes off, dummy. Oh wow! Where'd you that. buy that? Did you buy that straight from Mad Magazine? No, I wish, but from Amazon. How much did that run you? A uh, hundred bucks. No, really. No, <laughs> it was. Uh, I think it was eight dollars. Did shipping. you buy it through tcgte.com slash Amazon? I sure did, Tim. Tim, is this all just some ridiculous plug? Yeah, it is. Um, yeah. So I don't know. I never buy things at Comic Con. Yeah, because it's all just a bunch of toys. Well, guess no, what? You're a 32 year old man, 33 year old man. Yeah, no, that saying. doesn't. I'll buy toys, oh. uh, but uh, I'm always overwhelmed. Okay. So this time I'm hoping not to be overwhelmed. Well, you're gonna go for four full days. Yeah. You you seem like you've been preparing for a while. Yeah, but I also seem like I'm already overwhelmed. <laughs> yeah, you are. You're like a. Uh, you ever see these kids in the airport? Uh huh. Um, and you're going to like a depressing place, uh-huh. like uh, I don't know, England. <laughs> no, Tom. <laughs> well, I was just naming the last place I went to. And you're right across the that the was way the last place I went to from a flight that's leaving soon. That's going to Orlando, mm-hmm. and you see these kids. These kids can barely keep it together. Yeah. These kids are about to, they don't know how they're going to survive the next oh, six yeah. hours. They're just like, oh my God, oh it's my God. It's so close. I've been waiting so long. I would never bring my kids to Disney World <laughs> if I were a parent because I wouldn't want to deal with them at the airport or on the, oh, God forbid, on the airplane. Yeah. These kids are going nuts. Well, tell them you're going somewhere boring. No, you, were you in that kind of family? Were no. you lied to? no. What is it? What is it with these people that where it's like uh, you'll see like YouTube videos of it? They'll be in the car oh, or this lie of their kids. They're like, uh, you know, Santa Claus is dead. No, God, no. I was just saying that like they're en route to the airport for to go to Disney World, mm-hmm. and they don't mention it to the kids until like they're almost at Disney World, and they're like, you know where we're going? Disney World. These kids. That's that's one way. Like uh, to 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 give your kid like uh, a terrible experience. Well, how is that a terrible experience? Because they could like they could get too excited, and that's that's a <laughs> medical condition right there. <laughs> but like they'll they they'll get so lightheaded, like the steam might actually come out of their ears. Their brain might actually explode. But when you do it that way, you're avoiding not only the airport situation, but also like the year leading up to that, where kids have no 
reference of time or a different reference of time because they're you're not like, dogs, Tom. Well, dogs don't have a, they don't know time. No, you didn't know that. Why, why did I, yeah. Why did I buy this dog a watch if she can't tell the time? I just thought it was uh, an elegance thing. You <laughs> like to have the most elegant dog at the dog park. Yeah. Um. So, no, but it, it, you tell a kid like, yeah, we're going to go to Disney World next year. Kids six years old, they're like, well, it's a sixth of my life. Oh, I, uh, Tom, I know the math, but here's the thing. Mm-hmm. You don't tell them a year in advance. That's foolish. But you tell them far enough in advance where you can, uh, and this is, a, this is a lively debate between two <laughs> childless idiots, <laughs> but uh, you tell them far enough in advance that you can be like, uh, you can threaten them with taking it away. Yeah. You'd be like, up. Oh. And Kids sometimes, right that, though. if your kid is really shitty, Tom, mm-hmm. this is a good way to uh, to show them you're not bluffing. Never book that trip. <laughs> and be like, guess what? In June, we're going to Disney World, and you and then know just count gonna, on. you know they're gonna mess up. And when they <laughs> mess up, be like, oh, wish you, know you hadn't what? done that. Yeah, we told you to be good, and now mm. you were bad, and now we're not going to Disney World. You don't have to pay for a trip to Disney World, and now. This kid knows, hey, mom and dad. They mean business. They're not playing games. Yeah. They blew it. And you could even be like, look, we put down a significant deposit (laughs) that was non-refundable. Guess what? You you were were so bad. bad. You were so bad that that we're willing to eat that deposit. (laughs) Or, Or you can be like, well, mommy and dad are going there without you. Yeah. And then you go somewhere that's fun. Maybe even Disney World. (laughs) Be cool to like have kids and go to Disney World without them. Oh no! When people would ask you, like, "Oh, you have kids? Oh, yeah, they're at home." No, well, who asks you, you to Disney World? If you're at Disney World and you're not with kids, mm-hmm. nobody's gonna be like, "So you got kids?" They'll be like, "No, if I had kids, I'd have them here." Little they know, <laughs> they're at home. <laughs> they assume you're not a creep. No, I think they think like, "Oh, your kids are somewhere else in the park." Yeah, you know. You'd be like, no, they're they're all the way in New York. They were bad. They were we're bad. here to teach them a lesson and have fun at the same time. Tim, what are we talking about this week? Um, I believe are we this, talking turkey. This week we're talking turkey. Oh, we're talking <laughs> uh, we're talking honey turkey. Mm-hmm. We're talking run of the mill. Gobble gobble turkey. Gobble gobble turkey. We are talking cracked pepper mill turkey. Mm -hmm. And of course, turkey, the country. Mm -hmm. No, we're actually talking about arcades. That's that's the subject for this week. This is this is uh, if you're keeping track, if you're keeping score at home. Mm -hmm. Sometimes it seems like uh, a topic is like. Uh, this is a Tim week. This is definitely uh, Tim uh, pushed hard for to cover this topic. Th- this week is a Tom week. Mm-hmm. The, this whole week is a Tom week. This yeah. Tom week. Uh, I'm I'm not gonna stand in your way. Hey, at Tim, my, my favorite CW shows premiered this week. <laughs> uh, the Green Arrow and, uh, and Flash. The Flash. Yeah. And cool. now we're going to Comic Con. At Comic Con. Yeah. Answer me this, and and I don't want to talk too much about Comic Con because mm-hmm. uh, we haven't even been there yet. Yeah, 
uh, and we got some fun things in store. And for all you know, Tim, you might be bad, and you might not be able to go. That'd be all right with me, Tom. <laughs> anyway, mm-hmm. the Green Arrow is going to be there. Yes. The man that plays the Green Arrow on uh-huh. the teen network that you like so much. <laughs> uh-huh. He's signing an autograph and doing like a handshake deal. You, a handshake deal for the autograph? No, 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 no. Like it's just like you wait online. Yeah, for and you can you buy his autograph. How much? Do, but he signs it for you. He can personalize yeah, yeah. it. How much does that cost? I think it's like fifty dollars. Are you gonna do that? No. I'm Are not gonna do that. Not gonna I'm do... not gonna do that. You talk about this guy so much. <laughs> about how, like it's so great. He, it, he's my age, so he doesn't make me feel old. And he's on this show. He's on the Teen Network. He's uh, he he does a really good job. He's just an unknown actor. He's not interested in being the movie in the movies. He's not pushing mm-hmm. to be in the movies. You talk about this guy. Yeah, I'm not gonna go wait in a line to tell him all these things I think about him. Uh, I'll put you? him in a letter. Yeah, and hand it to him. Well, I'll be too scared. I'll have somebody else hand it to him. You, you're, you're just gonna hand me a letter, aren't you? <laughs> yeah. Wait uh, online uh, for the Green go, Lantern. Go, go give this to him, please. Uh. I'll be like, uh, Mr. Green Lantern, sir. Yeah, and then and you'll I'll get... hear you from the other side of the, the son convention. of a bitch. You ruined my life. <laughs> you ruined it. I hate you. Great Arrow. Um, so anyway, arcades. Oh yeah, arcades. Um, but uh, video game arcades. Video game arcades. No, what made me think of this topic is because there's a new barcade opening tomorrow. To coincide Explain with explain uh, to people what barcade is. I will in a fucking minute well, if they can't said... figure it out for themselves. What do you think a barcade is, Tim? Uh, uh, ooh, so, ooh. something that helps <laughs> a dog <laughs> express itself. No, not a barcade. Yeah, it's it's uh, it's like a person, right? It's somebody who mm-hmm. comes in and says, "Here, this is what you should do." Rough, rough, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. No, Tim. Uh, I don't think so. It's uh, a bar that also is an arcade. Yeah. But you've been to one of these. There's one in. There's been one in Brooklyn for years now. Mm-hmm. And then there's one in Philadelphia. I think. Yeah. And then me and you went to one somewhat recently uh, after a meeting, a business meeting. After a wildly <laughs> successful business meeting. Uh, we went to, there was a barcade in Manhattan, but now they're opening another one in Manhattan. Uh, and, uh, that just got me thinking about arcades, thinking about, you know, what's good about them, what's bad about them. Let's talk about it. These, uh, these barcades are smart because they realize that everybody in, uh, Williamsburg in Brooklyn is still a child. Still a child. It's yeah, like they like drinking and mm-hmm. they like uh, reminiscing about their childhood. Oh yeah, so they're nostalgia. Not, it's yeah. nostalgia, nerdery, and booze. That's so. It's all old games. It's not like do they yeah. still come out with new arcade games? They don't really. Because um, remember, like when we were kids, the big difference between you know like what you had at home and the arcade was the arcade was way better. Like that's where the advanced shit was. Right. Uh, yeah. Now, you but I can't think compete. things just got so good with home stuff that that stopped happening. So then, for a while, all the arcade games had to have some kind of a gimmick. You know, like there was nothing where it was like, oh yeah, there's a joystick and you play the game. It was like, oh, there's a surfboard that you go on, or you know, whatever. You you paddle a kayak. Um, 
But even those, I think, are, are out of favor or going out of favor because those are expensive to like build yeah. big cabinets. And also, like, I feel like there was a distinct turning point where like, I don't spend that much time in arcades, Tom. Mm-hmm. But there was like a turning point. Well, you go probably like once or twice a week. I'd say even less than that. Even. Wow. Mm. Like, uh, if I found myself in a Dave and Buster's, uh-huh. which is like a mass market version of, of Barcade, Arcade, right? Yeah. I don't know, but it's also for kids. and it's Yeah, but it's, it's like, kind of like a TGI Fridays or Ruby yeah. Tuesdays. Dude, it, they didn't have stuff Benigans. like that when we were kids, right? Like a, a, no. a restaurant that you could go to with your family and it also had every single arcade game? No. Because I would have, that would have blown my mind if I were a kid. No, we, when we were kids, you go to a restaurant, maybe they'd have one arcade machine in the waiting area. Yeah. And you'd be like, I don't want to eat. I just want to play the game. Sometimes I'd go to restaurants with my parents where there was like, we, you know, you'd go on a Friday night at like mm-hmm. 7 p.m. or something. Yeah. And at night, it like turns into like a bar. Yeah. Um. So there was always like a back room or an upstairs or something that had video games in it, mm-hmm. but like it wasn't open yet because it wasn't time for the restaurant to turn into a bar. Yeah, and sometimes we'd be able to go. Um, what was that one place? JJ Doodles. Oh yeah, that? JJ Doodles. They had Narc upstairs. Yeah, there's a. Sub- you could always go upstairs though and play the games. Really? Yeah, I'm pretty sure. Uh, there was a back room at this other Cause place. Because I would, I would uh, like, you know, we'd sit down and I would be like, I want you know, macaroni and cheese. I'm going upstairs. <laughs> and they and they also had... Uh, they had uh, the bowling game with the puck and yeah. the sawdust. I didn't like that. The sawdust skeeved me Oh, out, I like man. the sawdust. Sorry, we're going way <laughs> off topic here. Let's let's focus. Uh-huh. Y- you go. You're, you're, hey, Tom, you're in the driver's seat. Uh, well, here's what I'll say about these, uh, these barcades. I don't know if you've had this experience when you go to the, to the barcade, the games are kind of like a little too old for me, you know, they're like, they have some, they have some like really old games, which are kind of cool. Like things I'd never seen before from like the late seventies or like almost like mid seventies. Like I didn't even know they had shit, but they, they have like some really old stuff. And sometimes that stuff's cool because they're not even using like uh, like TVs. They're using like you know uh, what do you call those things like oscilloscopes. Oh and really? Stuff. Yeah. Ah. Uh, Wait, I don't know what an oscilloscope is. No. Then it's not one of those things that turn around like the really early animation stuff. No, right? no, that's a kaleidoscope or not a uh, kaleidoscope, a something a scope. Yeah. Um, oh, some scopologist is gonna write in. <laughs> Oh, scoop this out, you idiots! <laughs> uh, but uh, I mean, that would be that would be a fair <laughs> thing for him to say. But the games, uh, the the stuff that's like early eighties, uh, like uh, asteroids and uh, centipede and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Like I don't know those games. I didn't grow up with those games. You know, like when we were kids, those games were already pretty old yeah it's like hey gramps get this out of my face we're street fighter 2 well exactly because they're those games had crap graphics compared to you know the games that the newer games which you know of course now have crap graphics compared to everything out there but uh progress it's it's a wonderful thing tom but and they were also like confusing like uh cubert i never understood what the hell you had to do in cubert i i recently at barcade that was the only game i like that game and tapper 
where uh, yeah, Tapper's you serve fun. beer to people. Yeah. Um, but at least Tapper, you understand, you can look at it and you're like, oh, okay, it's not like a abstract, like a acid trip <laughs> that you, you have to figure out how it out. You just didn't understand what Qbert was. You're like, what, what the hell is, is he? I don't know. He's a creature, man. He's a space <sighs> alien. That's all right. It's you just have right. to you have to change all the blocks different colors. Okay. But you have to avoid the noid. Or maybe the noid wasn't it. Hey, we don't know what Qbert is. What the hell is the noid, right? Yeah. If that didn't stop you from eating Domino's pizza. <laughs> um but this new barcade, Tim, is opening with uh like more nineties games. And those were at least for me, that was uh more my jam. Exactly. You know, you got your Ninja Turtles. Your Simpsons game, your X-Men game. I don't remember the X-Men game. It was just like the other games, except they had the X-Men in it. Okay, cool. Uh, uh, maybe they'll have, oh man, maybe they'll have Terminator 2 with I the machine that. guns. Would you say NARC is before that era? Yeah, NARC's like late 80s, I okay. feel like. But sure, it can hang. It can it, let NARC in there. Yeah, a benevolent <laughs> arcade <laughs> curator yeah okay uh but these places must be making a fortune now they're opening a third one within like a five mile radius yeah because people like you everybody's like uh no i'll tell you why tim arcade machines i blame buzzfeed (laughs) arcade machines are not as expensive as you think well here's the thing the last time i thought about it Uh uh-huh i was probably 11 okay so i was like man it's pretty big. That must cost a million dollars. Well, they did used to cost a million dollars. No, they uh, didn't. Uh, adjusted for inflation. Uh, no, they used to cost a fortune because it was, uh, you know, the the graphics and the capabilities were so far uh, removed from what we had in the home. It was this custom hardware that they would build for these systems based on what the game needed. So they were very expensive. All this for games, Tom. Literally <laughs> child's play. But now... Uh, Grown you know, men wasting their lives. Now all that shit's like old and nobody really cares. Uh, the the cabinets are often worth more than anything else. The like... The cabinet that's inside of more than the innards. Just like the plywood cabinet? Yeah, The yeah. Uh, particle board? Yeah, laminated. That's not Because it's got artwork on it and stuff a lot of times. Okay. You know, it's just like anything else, like a baseball card, like, you know, the condition and everything. That's what people look at. Uh, but, okay. yeah, you can you can buy the, the boards that go inside. Uh, no problem. Let me ask you this, Tom. All right. Arcades themselves. Mm-hmm. I'm not talking about at the deli. I'm <laughs> not talking about in the waiting room or the back room of, of, a, of a restaurant. Uh-huh, of a J.J. Doodles. A J.J. Doodles. When JJ ta- Doodles, oh, they had those chicken fingers. They had those fries. It was the first time I ever Curly saw fries? the a waffle fries. The waffle yeah. fries and chicken fingers. Really good chicken. Hey, if you're going uh, in a time machine, you're going to JJ Doodles. Get the chicken fingers. Yeah, I think there was just one. It wasn't a chain, right? I I don't think so. No. So uh, take a time machine yeah. back to I'd say ninety two, ninety three. Uh, Bayshore, New York, everybody. Here's another tip. 
uh, draw on the uh, on the table with crayons, and you're you're allowed to. Yeah. They they put paper down so you can do that. Yeah. Not only are you allowed to, they encourage it. Yeah. That Against place. all odds, they encourage you. Right. Hey, up. if you do a good enough job, they might put it up on the wall. Jeepers creepers! <laughs> what a world. That place is great. Um, we should start a JJ Doodles. True. I think the two of us should really get into the restaurant business. Yeah. Um, that's well, the next... between the two of us, we've seen enough uh, kitchen nightmares and chopped and everything else. To... That's true. But I feel like anything that we learned on kitchen nightmares, um, we would be. Don't let the food go bad. We would be betraying. Don't let the chef boss you around. By all You're these the owner. things that we think are cool. Like we're like, no, we'll just put all video games in there and. Uh, you know, uh, we'll let people draw on the tablecloth. Yeah, well, that's probably what Gordon Ramsay would suggest himself. He'd come in and be like, right, you, you've got a good restaurant, but you need something. And then he'd like take a tablecloth off a, you know, a Pac-Man game. I think this is beyond Gordon Ramsay's imagination. <laughs> I think they should fire him. Uh-huh. Tim and Tom's Kitchen Nightmares. Yeah, Tim and Tom's Arcade Nightmares. We Ooh. fix up old arcades. No, because nobody... All right, here, <laughs> here's my thing. I've never seen an arcade in my life. You didn't see... You never were in that arcade in the Bayshore Mall? No. That place was skeevy. <laughs> I don't think I was allowed anywhere near it. No, I, I would have to beg my parents, and then they would refuse to let me go by myself. They had to come with me. And of course, they had very little patience for watching me play and hearing all the the ear bleedingly loud noises. Oh yeah, and like bells and whistles, literal bells and whistles yeah. and flashing lights. Teenagers looking to get cigarettes and stuff. Yeah, um, yeah, that's the only one that I remember. A lot of those games were broken. I think like you put a quarter in, nothing would happen. There was like an arcade guy that would walk around and he'd be like, this game's broken. And he'd be like, uh, and he'd have a, like one of those uh, quarter things and you go click, click, click and give you some quarters. Mm. And he'd be like, hey, what do I have to do to get some more of those quarters? You had to give him money, I bet. Yeah, you had to give him, you know, bills and then Cash. he would change them into quarters for you. Mm, There's sense. also a machine. I think they got the machine and then they got rid of that creep. <laughs> yeah, it seems to me like. That that would be the worst job, right? Being an arcade operator, no way. Dream no, job. No, the guy that has to make change for kids. Yeah, because like you know those kids sometimes when they're yeah, out but of you money, can also they're be not going to be like, uh, oh yeah, no, I'll just go home without a fight, without like just seeing if he'll give me some. Yeah, but you know a lot of times those kids they're there because uh, their parents don't love them or whatever. So that's what I, <laughs> that's what I got the sense. A lot of arcades raised uh, kids that I wasn't allowed to hang out with. Yeah, like uh, like John Connor from Terminator Two. Exactly, he was hanging out in the arcade. That's where they hid from the Terminator. Kids that uh, knew about a lot more stuff before I knew about it. Mm -hmm. Some like, stuff you probably still haven't found out about. Exactly. And stuff that like uh, I I wish I didn't know about. <laughs> uh, I was always very good at the claw machine. <sighs> Tom, that's just like you to brag about that. <laughs> what? It's true. I'm not bragging, Tim. I'm just. Uh, it was rigged, I'm and it was always I'm, rigged. I'm, and you won maybe one thing or two. I'm things. reporting the news as it happened, Tim. I was very good at the claw machine. And then one day I went into the arcade. 
and um, the front glass wasn't up on the machine. You could just reach into the machine. I think it was a sting operation. Well, there's no sport. You wouldn't want that. Would you go no, home I mean, and display, uh, you know, whatever? I never displayed anything. It was always garbage. It was crap. But, you know, it's the thrill of winning. Tom, no I'm, other arcade game would give you something. You're 33 and you have a bunch of toys on display. Yeah, but those own. are high quality, Tim. Those are collectibles. <laughs> Alfred E. Newman dressed as the Green Lantern. Yeah. It's a collectible. Uh, I don't know, Tom. One Did you see all the things there in his quiver? Uh, what is it? A He's golf got club? like a golf club, a fish, oh, man. a wrench. That's not, you're not going to be able to no. shoot those with an arrow. No, and it's, instead of a bow, he's got a, a slingshot. Oh, brother. Like a real dope. Um, One time there was a claw machine at the bowling alley, and we were there for a friend's birthday. Maybe yeah, the bowling alley that had an arcade in it. Yeah, it was that, was, that uh, had like twenty machines. Okay. I'd call that an arcade. Okay, there was a a claw machine there, and we were probably like eight or nine, mm-hmm. and somebody was playing the claw machine for a while, and then finally won. They hit it big. <laughs> they got a stuffed animal out of it, and the stuffed animal like it took a little to get yeah. up, and oh. then it came out. We realized. There was duct tape on the back of it. Oh, uh, that's a that's a, a dishonest arcade. And of course, when you're a kid, yeah, you're like an unscrupulous businessman. Yeah, and like, so you call the police, right? Yeah, like you're talking to your parents. You're like, uh, so we what have are to we do? Something. What, what are we gonna do about this? And they're just like, hey, shut up. You guys have a lawyer, right? Get them <laughs> on the phone. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's like, well, we we got one. Hey, we got a class one action. Yeah. Um, be remiss if we did not speak up. What was the video game you were best at? Arcade game you were best at? I sucked at all of them, Tom. Um, give me a second. I was all right at NARC. Mm-hmm. Um, I was good at pinball, but are we not counting pinball? pinball? Where are you, a fucking old man? <laughs> I am kind of an old man. I'm not talking about like uh, like old fat you ever play one of those old pinball machines where like nothing happens yeah and the things get stuck all the time yeah and it's like oh i don't think this even needs electricity to run (laughs) yeah yeah like not those pinball makes me uh anxious yeah me too man and but like i've learned how to channel my anxiety in (laughs) life pinball yeah just because like is that what tommy's about maybe um no what tommy's about is actually a lot worse um but uh, besides those two, I feel like there was one other that was like, I never liked like the army man games or whatever. What the hell are army man games? I don't know. God, you don't know anything. I don't know anything. Uh, I, I would say I was all right at the Simpsons game too, but that was just cause you could mash the. Oh yeah. Buttons. You just hit the buttons really hard. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Hey Tom. Remember when you would be at the arcade and you'd see somebody playing, you know, a game that you really liked that you would play a lot, like uh, Simpsons or Ninja Turtles, but they'd be on a level you'd never seen before. Yeah, and you were like, "Whoa!" And then it's like, "Oh!" And then you find out like that kid doesn't have parents. <laughs> that kid put fifty dollars into the machine. Yeah, we don't know where he got it. We yeah. don't know who dropped him off here. No, we're in the middle of some strip mall in an industrial section mm-hmm. of town. This kid rode his bike. Yeah. And he's eight. <laughs> yeah. It's like, oh. There's only highways that lead here. Yeah, exactly. It's like, oh, this kid, like, he might have gotten to that level of the Simpsons game uh-huh. uh, that I've never seen before. But I would, like, I'm envious of that aspect of his life. But the rest of his life, I'll take a pass on. Yeah. He's, uh, you know, 
that guy's like watched a lot of porn, <laughs> right? Uh-huh. Uh huh. He knows like he if like once in a while he'll be he able to show you curse words. Yeah, <laughs> he'll claim to be able to lead you to a dead body in the mm-hmm. woods. Yeah. yeah. Um. One time I uh, I remember I spent a lot of time as like a uh, kid, probably like eight years old, trying to um figure out how to uh, tie a string to a quarter to get it back out of the uh, the arcade machine. It never worked. No, it never worked. Yeah. <laughs> I broke a few arcade machines that way. <laughs> See, I never, like, I was never good enough to, like... Oh, don't say that, Tim. To, to not get discouraged. Like, yeah. you know, 10 minutes in an arcade or 10 minutes playing video games was always enough for me to be like... All right, like I haven't beaten any levels. It's like uh, I'll, I'd rather. Yeah, see, I kind of liked uh, um, watching more. You know, like uh, <laughs> no, like I said, when somebody would get on a level, like if you watch somebody beat a game at the arcade, it was like, holy cow, I'm getting to see what happens at the end for free. Yeah, that's um, true. Or if you'd watch like Got a, a kill screen coming up. <laughs> Like a, a a teenager who's like really good at uh like Street Fighter or Mortal Kombat, that was more at the deli. Um, <laughs> yeah, the smoke shop. Yeah, yeah. Um, they like yeah, because you could see like oh, that's an interesting way this man's head came off at the end of this, <laughs> right? Yeah, and there would also be people playing the games with like they'd hold the stick weird because they'd have like techniques and things. Yeah. I don't know. I just feel like if you've developed a technique mm-hmm. with an arcade game, you're pretty... you've probably invested financially too much into that game. Yeah. And nowadays, you can just buy one of those machines for like 100 200 bucks. Um, Here's... Uh, Do you remember at the at the bowling alley, they had a Street Fighter 2 that uh, uh, somebody told me it was from, <laughs> that it was from the mob, that uh, it was hacked, so everything went fast. It uh, wasn't Street Fighter Two Championship Edition Turbo or whatever it was. Okay. It was like the regular Street Sorry, I'm Fighter. Sorry, yawning because this was boring. But it was hacked all the hell, Tim. You could do all kinds of shit that you couldn't really do. Like what? You could like throw out uh like you know ten fireballs all going like super slow. You could throw fireballs in the air, and this was before they added that to the real game, Tim. Mm, maybe they got <laughs> a lot of ideas. Maybe they sent their R and D guys to the did. deli. I remember trying to blow the lid off that. Like, I think this is an inside job. I think maybe we were test subjects uh, or Capcom's working with the mob. Hmm. Like, uh, or, I mean, I don't know why it'd be the mob. That's just well, I'm rubric. telling you, that's what the kid told me. He told me that it was from the mob. It's true. He probably knew. He yeah. knew where dead bodies were. Yeah. No, because I think it was like a, like a counterfeit game, wow. you know? Mm-hmm. And who else would get those but the mob? Hey, here's a, here's a game for you. Uh, forget about it. Fell off the back of a truck. Yeah. Don't worry about it. Is that why it's all scuffed up? <laughs> Is that why it's smashed the bits? Tom, uh-huh? how much money do you think you spent? Um, on arcade games? On arcade games per year. Hmm. I don't know because I didn't have a lot of money as a kid, Tim. I didn't work. Um, typical, but uh, I don't know. My parents wouldn't. How much? How much money did Uncle Sam give you? 
My parents wouldn't give me much money to to go play games because I would I would die real quick too, and then I'd come back. What was it? What were you best at? Did you say? Oh, I didn't say. Well, I told you the claw game. I was very Mm -hmm. good at the claw game. Yeah, Uh, but oh, but and and I'm a I'm a I'm an idiot for like in pinball. Yeah, well, pinball you don't get anything out of it. Um, I was pretty good at Street Fighter too, I guess. Okay, not bad, not bad. That's a hard one to like rise in the ranks of, right? Because that was so popular. And there oh were, like, yeah, people no matter how good you yeah. are, there was always some big kid who would come over and just beat the hell yeah. out of you at the game. He'd be like, "What? You're moving? Don't do that so fast." Yeah. Um, I'm trying to think. I feel like there was like another game where it's like, oh, I could play this game for days on one quarter, but I forget what game it was. I was pretty good at Miss Pac-Man. I don't think I've ever played Pac-Man. I think by the time I got in the game, Miss Pac-Man was everybody was the wanted. dominant with the bow. With the bow, she had a bow in her hair. So what else was different about Miss Pac-Man? I think that was it. <laughs> she was pretty. She had uh, nice red lips. <laughs> I don't think so. I, th- I think that was just on the on the uh, side of the thing. Yeah. So. Va 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 boom. I want to talk about some of the more obscure games, Tim. Oh, great. <laughs> uh, well, this, this is going to be a monologue, This right? one wasn't too obscure, but did you ever play Dragon's Lair? I've heard of Dragon's oh, Lair. Oh, man, the game, it was fully animated. It was a laser disc inside. Oh, did you play this the other day at Barcade? They had it. I didn't play it. Okay. Uh I remember I only saw that game once when I was a kid, and it was when we were on vacation, uh, my family in Virginia. Not me and you? No. We didn't know each other when we were kids. No. Uh, we, we, were on, we were in a hotel, and the hotel had it. And it was like a dollar a game. And this was a game you could not win unless you knew where everything. It's basically like a memorization game. Okay. So it's memory. Yeah. But this thing blew my mind. What did you have to do? Because it's animated. It was fully animated. Okay. And then sometimes through, like something would glow and you'd have to move the stick that way. Ah. When you're a kid, you don't realize like, well, no, this isn't like, you know, yeah, this has better graphics than Super Mario Brothers, but you're just watching right. a video clip. You're like once in a while you're doing the thing. Yeah. And if you don't do it, you die. And if you do do it, it just continues. Ah. You know. Pretty simple Pretty as far cool. as the game goes. But it looked great. That was a game that was more fun to watch other people play. Yeah, I'm sure. Um, but then I also played a barcade, a game that I remember when I was a kid reading about in like video game magazines. That was like, wow, I can't believe they have this. I always wanted to see this when I was a kid. Uh, it was a Sega game. Uh, I think it's called Time Traveler. And it's oh, a, a hologram, hologram game. Yeah. A hologram game. It was garbage, the hologram effect. Yeah, Tom. What it were was you so expecting? bad. You always expected. I was expecting holograms, Tim. You know? You know what? Here's the thing. There was also like 25 years of buildup in your mind. Of like what? You, oh, re- yeah. you read about this when you were eight, and you were like, yeah. that sounds amazing. And then like you never had the opportunity to see it. And then you encounter it 25 years later. You're like, oh, my God. The, the, the white whale. I've been searching for this thing yeah, my techno- whole life. Technology that, you know, uh, it was ahead of its time. Yeah. 
And you know, uh, the powers that be buried it. It's exactly what happens in Moby Dick. When Ahab finally finds Moby Dick, he's but a mere guppy. <laughs> Is that what happens at the end of Moby Dick? Uh, that's the way I would write it. <laughs> well, that's not the way it was written, though. I think. No, no, it's not. Uh, I like to think that my version of Moby Dick improves on it because he finds Moby Dick and he's like, oh, you're not so menacing after all. And he says, yes, I'm like you. Just The uh, whale says this? Yeah, I'm just a, a guy trying to get by in this crazy <laughs> world. And Ahab uh-huh. and uh, Moby Dick, they reach an understanding uh-huh. and they both come out of it uh, more empathetic and uh, just happier and with a greater understanding of the way the world works. Best friends. <laughs> well, not best friends, pen pals. Right, yeah, because one yeah. lives in the ocean, one yeah. lives on land. Yeah, and uh, Moby Dick says, it was my, but my one regret that I could not join you on land. <laughs> Buddy slaps him on the back. That happens at the end of Moby Dick or in one of the sequels? Uh, or in one of the letters? One of the letters? What are you talking about? You said that they send letters back and forth. They're pen yeah, pals. Yeah, I don't know. The book ends with them agreeing to be pen pals. Oh, well, so you yeah, don't know. You have to assume that they or wait for the sequel. make good on it. I don't know. I, I don't see why everything has to be a, well, a then you can, series now. No, so. it doesn't have to. You can put out like a, you know, uh, the Moby Dick letters, the collected volume. And then there's just, you know, a bunch of letters back like and forth. Like those, uh, like the Hogwarts Dictionary yeah. or something. It's not about synergy, Tom. It's about art. Yeah, well, yeah, I want to know what happened to these two guys. Yeah, just come up with it in your head. Just, just, you know what? The 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 author, me, the author of Moby Dick, <laughs> me, will will hold your hand for so long, but then the adventures continue in your imagination. <laughs> Is that how you would end every book? <laughs> yeah. And now I leave it to you for the further. Now adventures. I pass the baton. Yes. Um. No, when I saw this uh, this uh, time traveler game, which is apropos because I believe the cabinet's all white, so it was like my big white whale. Mm-hmm. Uh, we had both walked into Barcade to get a beer, and I was so excited. I was like, oh, "Don't just don't run, <laughs> don't run to the game. Just relax. Just play like everything's cool." And it was more like I wanna I wanna savor this. I've you know me in this game. I've been waiting to to see this game just in person, my whole life. I and you know then when I was having my beer, I was imagining like a horrible accident happening and the game getting destroyed. You did really seem very distracted. I was trying to. We had just come from a business meeting. I was trying to uh, talk talk business, business. and I was just like looking over your shoulder, like uh huh, uh huh. You know what it is with that game, Tim? I had to go, my eyes are here, sir. I'm up here. It's supposed to be a hologram, but the game's a hologram. But then in the game itself, in like the cabinet, because it's a very strange cabinet, it doesn't have a screen, um, there's like some objects, like a red sphere and maybe like a yellow pyramid and like a green uh, rectangle. But those are actual just like painted wooden blocks inside the machine. Okay. So you see those, and you think that that's the quality of hologram. You think that those are holograms, and you're like, holy cow, that looks like it's real. It looks like it's real because it is real. And then mm-hmm. when the actual holograms come up, you're like, oh, this is garbage. If I move this way a little bit, I can't see anything. I don't know what you expected, Tom. <laughs> I expected holograms, like I said. 
So it was exciting to see that game. Okay. Uh, what about, do you remember when me and you played the fire engine game? That fire was a pretty truck cool game. game, yeah. I mean, we were really bad at it. One of, uh, okay, so the way it's set up, it's like a driving game. Mm-hmm. It's not like a driving game. It is a driving game. Okay. It's like a, it's like a traditional driving game, except a little more complicated. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's, there's a First off, this wheel. game's super old. I think the thing said like 77 or 78. Yeah. It's black and white. Right. Which like I love Lucy. Yeah, I don't see color, Tom, so I don't know. <laughs> All right. That uh, must have been very hard for you to see this game. That's why I was so bad at it. So there's a steering wheel attached to the cabinet. Uh-huh. But then at, behind that... Yeah. Well, you... It yeah. extends no, out. No, you, you sat down, just like a racing game. You sat down, you had you know a, a, a brake pedal and a gas pedal. And then there's a station behind there with another steering wheel for somebody standing up to play yeah and he would be the guy on the back of the 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 fire truck which i don't understand how that works like i understand the concept Uh of there needs to be another guy on the back of the the fire truck because the trucks are so long yeah but i'm not i'm like without like I think I, I would need a tutorial, and this did not provide a tutorial. Like, are you supposed to turn into the turn? Are you supposed to turn opposite to the turn? When are you supposed to be turning? Uh-huh. Should it be? Should you be lagging a little bit, or do they have to work in tandem? And it's just like, look, I am not a professionally trained firefighter. Mm-hmm. I don't know how to drive the back of the truck. Video game, you need to recognize that and just maybe... <sighs> Tom, no, because you were up front, Tom. You were up front driving the regular old steering wheel gas and brake. It was still hard. It was still very, yeah, I had to worry about the gas and the brake. Yeah, exactly, Tom. Guess what? I do that every day of my life, just just in real life. So I should have covered that. Uh And then you got me back there doing, uh, I I couldn't, it was a topsy-turvy situation. Kept sliding into the wall. Exactly. But that game was also fun because there was, you had a button for a bell and I had a button for a horn. Yeah. And it just basically devolved into us using those. There's there's another game I just remembered that was previous to this Time Traveler hologram game, My Big White Whale, uh, which is also a Sega game. Sega made the best arcade games. Um, you would say that. <laughs> uh where it was afterburner, but it was uh, 360 degree afterburner. Do you ever play that? I don't know what they had an Adventureland. It was a, a, a fighter jet, no. like Top Gun. Wow! But you went inside, Tim. That's it's, what I meant by like army man stuff. I was never like into it. What? Sorry, it's an army. I never wanted it's an to Air go, Force. Yeah, I never wanted to go to war. All right, that was always like. Oh, I wanted to protect our country from whatever yeah, enemies. Yeah, a fun thing for me was never like, oh, let me pretend I'm in war. Sorry, Tom. Did you ever play the Super Mario Brothers arcade game? That was weird that they had that. Yeah, and like I was like, oh, something familiar. I like yeah. this, but then I think it was harder. Yeah, the graphics were like a little bit different. Yeah. I feel like everything was a little bit bigger. Maybe a little faster. Yeah, the Goombas moved faster. Yeah. Got to get you feeding those quarters. Yeah. All right. Um, so anyway. But Afterburner, Tim, 
you would go inside this cockpit. This cockpit could uh, go 360 degrees. It could go any direction. You could go completely upside down. You had to be strapped in. Uh, there needed to be a man there watching oh, the whole this. proceedings. Yeah. Um, and it cost like, I remember it cost like $7 at, yeah. uh, at Adventureland. Yeah, you, you, there wasn't like a coin slide. You had to like go buy a ticket and wait yeah. in line. Uh, that was another game I had read about in a video game magazine where they, they had them in Japan and they were like, there's no way you'll ever see one of these machines in America. Right. No way, because the people need to be trained, blah, blah, blah. Uh, I accidentally got stuck in that machine because uh, when I went upside down, my legs came up and I hit the emergency stop button. There was like an emergency button on the you side. You freaked out. You, that's rule number one, man. No, I didn't hit it with my hand. My knee hit it by accident. Uh, and I got you were s- too big to be in the machine? When was this? Uh, I was probably like 12. Okay. I wasn't too big. Okay. Um, this wasn't like something for like six-year-olds? No. The, okay. It, Tim, you put a six-year-old in there, you're going to have trouble because this thing goes 360 degrees. Um. Six-year-olds can go upside down. I've seen them on the monkey bars, Tom. <laughs> but pretty much like the first thing I did when I got in that thing and the game started was just yank the controller back all the way and see how many times I could flip around. Uh, but luckily, uh, the guy understood my plight and what happened, and uh, he let me go again. Nice. Everybody on the line was so mad. Well. And I think he even said, like, nobody else. I know this trick now. Nobody else try that. Yeah. That guy can go <laughs> screw. Yeah. I mean, the game lasted like 30 seconds, too. Um, <sighs> you know, right over there? Yeah. I just... Do you remember uh, Spaceplex? Yeah, I never went there, but I remember it. That was a big arcade. Yeah. And it just I just remember these things being so creepy. What? Arcades? Yeah. Like, uh, did you get the sense, do I have... Well, it was like a darkened place. Do I have undiagnosed issues where, like, I didn't want to touch anything because I thought everything was filthy? I mean, everything, I'm sure, was filthy. It's all kids with their... Yeah, picking their noses and playing the games. Yeah. Maybe that's why I never got into it. I don't like touching things that a lot of people touch. You want to go to Barcade tomorrow and you can bring gloves? No, I don't want to bring latex gloves. I absolutely do not want to go to Barcade tomorrow because, like, they have all the new games. And new by new games, I mean games that are like 20 years old. Yeah, but you think it's going to be packed there on opening night? Yeah. And also, like, I don't need that. Yeah, we'll have enough comics to read. I don't have enough. You all have enough uh, dolls to play with, Tom. Yeah. Uh, Let me ask you this about Comic Con. A little of both. Tim, you're you're tipping your hat for next week's episode. No, that's not what tipping your hat means. <laughs> All right. <laughs> um, um, but because uh, I don't showing think, your hand, I don't think we'll get to talk about this. Okay. These panels. Uh huh. Are you gonna go to these panels and be happy about it? Like, what are you looking <laughs> to get out of the panels? To see stuff that hasn't come out yet? Yeah, see stuff that hasn't come out yet. Hear the answers to some questions that I have, some lingering questions. Have you ever been to a panel that you liked? Yeah. Name one. Um, see, that's my thing. I don't know. I'd have to think about it for a while. No. Life you just, on Mars. <laughs> um, I don't know. 
Look, I'm just having second thoughts about this whole thing. Well, I'm getting jitters. I'm getting the jitters. I'm getting cold feet. You're getting nervous about it. It's understandable. Yeah. I'm not going to be able to sleep tonight. You're probably not. You're probably very, very yeah. excited about this. What time does it start? You're going to be my uh, the Bernstein to my Woodward at uh, Comic Con. Tim, we we had these all access press passes. I was really going to dig up some dirt. Which one was Robert Redford? Uh, I don't know. I want to be Robert Redford. No, you're the you're uh, what's his name? Dustin Hoffman. Yeah, I'll be Dustin Hoffman too. Hey, hey, that's that's, that's a, a no lose situation. That's not right a there. bad consolation yeah. prize. Hey, uh, what time do we have to go? Uh, I think I think it starts at ten a.m. Yeah, ten a.m. Son of a. You have to line up at like seven though. No, no I'm kidding. Okay, <laughs> Jesus, I was really gonna just like not go. Uh, no, we're. I mean, they say. You, you know, it was first come, first serve or whatever, but we'll get in. I know we're, a guy. We're members. Of the press. Yeah. We're at the state. Did you get a hat to put the press pass in? Did I ever. Yeah. It's an yeah. awesome fedora. <laughs> yeah, you're not going to be the only one wearing a fedora there tomorrow. Jesus Christ. <laughs> you're not going to be the only one with a beard and a fedora. <sighs> and glasses. Right. You want to do this? Go to Comic-Con? No. It's too that. early. Tim All right, I'll go. Tim and Tom solve your problems. Welcome to Tim and Tom Solve Your Problems, a brand new segment in which me and Tom solve your problems. If you have a problem you'd like us to solve, email us at the complete every complete guide to everything <laughs> at gmail.com. Tom, yeah. we are recording this on a Wednesday. Mm-hmm. So if something catastrophic happens at this Comic-Con, <laughs> uh-huh. well, I'm just saying, like, uh, what if the Joker comes and, like, oh, he turned off all the power? It's not a real... And then this is going to come out on Sunday, and mm-hmm. people are going to be like, why aren't they talking about that? It's because we're recording this yeah, in advance. people know that. Okay. Jeez. just want to make sure. <sighs> look, I know. Look, forget it. Sick of you and your scoffing. Tom. Mm-hmm. This is a problem that comes from Ashley. Okay. She says, hey, Tim and Tom. I'm a big fan of the show, and I have an irritating issue in my life that I would love your help solving. Sorry, I choked on my own spit. <laughs> that's not what she said. No. Okay. That's what he said. That's what that's what you said. That's what the man said, Tim. I started a new job a few months ago. It's a fairly easy job and close to home, so everything has worked out quite well so far except this one coworker of mine. She's a hardcore kiss-ass to the manager. She has the exact... Tom, I'm trying to rush. What? I'm trying to rush through this. Yeah, you can't read. She's a hardcore kiss-ass to the manager. She has exact opposite political views as I Mm -hmm. and never shuts up about it. Mm. And she's constantly calling me out on things she thinks I do wrong. However, I'm a grown adult. I can handle awful coworkers. My problem is that she seems to really desperately want to be my friend. 
In the past three months, she's invited me to do something with her at least once a week. In the beginning, I gave her the benefit of the doubt and went to a movie with her, and it was predictably awful. She talked about nonsense through the entire thing, and I wanted to smack her. Since then, I've made up excuses for every other invitation, but I'm quickly running out, and she won't take the hint. She also lives on the same block as me, and I've had to change my dog walking route just to avoid running into her. How can I get her to leave me the hell alone, but not create a tense and hostile work environment for myself? Thanks a lot, Ashley. Mm. This kind of thing happens to me a lot because I'm very popular, and a lot of people want to be my friend. So, you? Yeah, me. Okay. So, uh, and also, you hate everybody. <laughs> I don't hate everybody. That's true. No. I like everybody. I'm a people person. You, you'll see it at the at the comic book you're convention, not, Tim. I'll be hobnobbing. You're and not a people handing. person. I know you don't hate everybody, but for <laughs> you to say you're a people person, it's a bald faced lie, my friend. Depends on who the people are. Um, so she should just get a new job and move. I mean, I <laughs> the feel the easiest like thing to do would be to get a new job and move. Here's what she wants us to say. Well, you should get this girl fired, and here's how you should do it. No, you don't mess with somebody's livelihood, yeah. Ashley. Sorry. So what? what is your solution? Well, she went to a movie and talked all the way through the movie. Mm-hmm. Get the management, the movie theater management. Yeah, get her kicked out of the movie theater, <laughs> for one. Get her banned for life You'd at the movie theater. Walk back with the usher and be like, it's this woman. Yeah. <laughs> And then once she's banned for life from the movie theater, just go to the movie theater every night. Mm-hmm. And she'll be like, do you want to hang out, Ashley? And you'll be like, I would, but, you know, I'm going to the movie theater. Mm, that's where I go every night. <laughs> yeah. Um, no, that is tough when when there's somebody annoying, but they're being nice to you. But after being mean to her, they're trying to be nice. Here's but the thing. is she being mean to her? She's just, you know... Uh, she has opposite political views. And she always calls uh, her out for yeah, stuff yeah, that she does at work yeah. wrong, that she perceives she's doing wrong. Oh, then fuck her. Don't, <laughs> don't hang out with her. I never like these people. Like, it's like, first of all, I'm against being friends with coworkers in general. Mm-hmm. This is why Tom, me and you, not, <laughs> not friends. friends. Um, but especially ones like, you can't separate work from friendship. So if she's like, getting on your case at work mm-hmm. you're not gonna be able to like compartmentalize and be like but she's really fun to eat dinner with and talk about gilmore girls like yeah, being on yeah. netflix or whatever like that's just not gonna happen mm-hmm. so yeah if you well if you're gonna be friends with people at work uh there either need to be like you know some kind of boundary where it's like oh there's like a work friend you know there's somebody i'll, I'll get drinks with after work once in a while or whatever or if it is somebody you're going to hang out with, then, like, you need to, like, really get along with them. Yeah. You need to, like, have a lot in common. Because then you're seeing this person more than anybody else in your whole life. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you're already seeing them eight hours a day, presumably. Yeah. So, you know, they got to really offer something great for you to be like, you know what? Give me some more. I'll take seconds. And... If it's opposite, if it's just like opposing political views that she won't shut up about, yeah, does she want to be your friend and like like hang out and talk about books and stuff, or does she just want to like argue about Obamacare? But that's but that's what some people are like. Like that's you know their idea of fun is arguing. 
I just don't see it, Tom. <laughs> <laughs> seems like a a horrible type of person. Yeah, seems like a horrible way to live your life. Yeah. Uh, no, I, uh, but also like you know, her calling her out. That's probably all, this person probably just has like weird. Uh, doesn't pick up on social cues or whatever, and is like, oh no, I'm trying to help by telling her all the things she's doing wrong. Yeah. So what do you suggest she do about get it? Get her fired. Then move and get a new job. No, don't get her fired, but I don't know. I, would, I wouldn't I would be... She wouldn't have to get her fired and get a new job. It wouldn't hurt. Oh, unless she got a new job at the same place exactly. this woman just got a job. Yeah. Um, but I would say don't feel guilty about not wanting to hang out with this person. And she, like, don't feel guilty about being like, oh, I'm sorry, I'm busy. You're always busy. Yeah. Yeah. Fine. Uh... <laughs> don't have your dog bite her oh tim that, that offer wasn't even on the table i'm just trying you to say like what we know about it. her we know that she has a dog <laughs> okay. i'm just thinking like what assets do you have that might be useful in this but mm-hmm. like then well that dog poops she's got a access to dog poop yeah, but flaming how, bag of dog poop. How is that going to make her stop asking to go to the movies with her? Because if she catches her putting a flaming bag of dog poop, she'd be like, "Oh, I can't believe you did this. I'm never asking you to go to the movies with me again." That's true. I say just be mean to her. I'm not saying be mean, but I'm saying don't feel bad about. Yeah, no, no. I'm saying be mean. I know. I know you're saying that. I'm I'm offering a different... Make it so that she doesn't... No, because like, if she doesn't feel bad about always turning her down, mm-hmm. she's going to get asked again. If no, she's after mean, a while, somebody's really, going to stop asking. This lady give her a fake phone hint. number. Ooh, yeah. Like my, my phone number changed from the one you have. <laughs> Here's the new one. Let me just uh, make sure... Yeah, just delete that number yeah, real quick. Yeah, just delete the other one. Don't yeah. ever call that one. Because... Yeah. Who knows? Maybe they gave that number to somebody who sounds like me, and I wouldn't want you to get confused. Exactly. All right. Problem solved. Case closed. That was an easy one. Open and shut. Start challenging us. Jesus. If you have a problem you'd like us to solve, email us to completeguideeverything at gmail.com. If you would like to go to our website, open up a web browser and go to (laughs) tcgt.com. Hey, you want a website? Go open a web browser. Hey, Hey, get out of my face. Uh, you can like us on Facebook, facebook.com slash complete guide. You can follow us on Twitter at complete guide. You can follow me at Tom Reynolds. Follow me at your pal, Tim. And you can do all your shopping, tcgt.com slash Amazon. Doesn't cost you an extra penny, but gives us an extra penny, as it were. A penny? Um, Hardly seems worth it, Tom. How mad would you be if tomorrow at Comic-Con I showed up wearing a costume? What it depends on what kind of costume. Uh, yeah, what level of costume would you be like? I'm going home. <laughs> you know what? I think if you went all out, uh, you'd like be more movie quality. Right. Um, I'm just like, look, he's gonna own it. Um, <laughs> if you just like wore <laughs> Had like, a homemade costume, yeah, or just like arrows hat or something. Yeah, I'd be like, come on, you just want to wear the whole arrow costume. Yeah. Who would you... You'd respect me more if I wore... If you had to wear a costume, a full costume mm-hmm. of anything, uh, otherwise you couldn't go, mm-hmm. what costume would you wear? So am I looking for comfort then? Or... You were looking for Tom. They called you up and they're just like, sorry, this is a new rule. 
Bill Maher calls you up. He goes, new rule, Tom. <laughs> you uh, got to wear a full costume to this thing. But see, then you have the question versus like comfort or like, you know, am I wearing a costume to to get, you know, attention and have people take pictures with me and stuff? Like, am I really into it? Do I want to win a costume contest or am I just like, I just want to get through this day? Well, both. Any like you is dis- money an object. Money is no object, Tom. Bill Maher will buy you. Any costume you want. Well, in that case, I want the uh, the thing that Ripley has in Aliens with the the robot walker. Really? Yeah. If money's no object. Yeah, but that also seems like so practical much trouble to get around. I could I could use that in all you know in regular like if something's too high on the shelf. Yeah, true. Like. Oh, here are the beans. Yeah. How you'd get the cans of beans yeah. in your cabinet. Uh-huh. <laughs> I see. Clomping around my apartment in mm. a giant uh, loader costume. Yeah. What would you wear? Uh, Bert from Bert and Ernie. <laughs> see you next week. <laughs>